Hey, it's Chris. And Kylie. We're just a couple of jerks who need help following Jesus. Our podcast is all about humility. And finding direction and purpose. Especially when life gets hard or things don't turn out like we thought they would. Welcome to Following Jesus for Jerks. Welcome back, everybody. Welcome back. Thanks for joining us for another episode. Uh, Thanks for all the feedback you left us on that last episode. That was really special. And uh, for letting us know about the uh, the playlist that you want you want us to do a playlist. Interesting. I was going to ask you that. Welcome everybody, by the way. Uh, also, because I got yelled at last time. Um, historically, is there a who is your favorite artist? Who have you maybe gone to see in concert a bunch? Is there is there anybody like that? Like 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 first thought like oh that this is my favorite. You got to give me a genre. Like art, you mean like like music in 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 general? Yeah, Anything. you gotta give me you gotta give me a genre. Why? Well, there's just not a top. Like, yeah, yeah, I don't know uh, that there's a single top one. Uh, um, popular music. Uh, that that's like the 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 catch all. Well, you just uh, asked I, me for one: pop, indie, blues, jazz. Like, yeah, just yeah, yeah. your, I don't know. Just pick, just pick one, Chris. Pick one. Jeez Louise. Oh, my gosh. I mean, this isn't... It's uh, funny. It's not my favorite style of music. Okay. He's not someone that I listen to more than anyone else. Like, I don't listen to this artist very much. I'm on the edge of my seat. But I would see him in concert as often as I can. And I've only I've only seen him in concert twice. Okay. But I would, I mean, geez, Bruce Springsteen. Oh, wow. Yeah. I saw him in concert twice. Once was at Asbury Park with a band, with the E Street Band. And once was by himself. It was him and a guitar on his Devils and Dust tour. And like, and I I haven't been to, for as musical as I am, like Mm -hmm. I haven't been to a ton of concerts, right? Oh, okay. But like these two were two of my favorites. He put on such a good show, and even when it was, when it was just him and guitar, he was so entertaining. Him and guitar and his harmonica, he was so entertaining and raw. Oh man, I loved it. I loved it. I felt like, I felt like I was sitting across the table from him, like you and I are right now. Mm. When it was, and it, like I said, it was just a big old empty stage, a single light on him. With his guitar and a harmonica around his neck. When an entertainer makes you feel like you're the only person in the room. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. It was uh, it was really cool. That's awesome. And I, I would see, like I said, I don't, it's not like I listen to a lot of, you know, Bruce Springsteen. I, I don't. Sure. But, I mean, he's, 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 if I hit shuffle, it'll, it'll, on my, on my, you know, downloaded songs, it'll, it'll land on him eventually. Like, he's in there. But, yeah. yeah. And not my favorite style of music or anything either. Who... Who have you seen the most in concert? I don't know. So there's not this one. Yeah, band there's not. Yeah, you, yeah. It's not like I've. Um. Oh my god. Anytime they're in town, I gotta go. I gotta go see them. No. It's like a wide array. Yeah. What about who surprised you the most if that you saw in concert? Where it was like ah, I didn't really have a whole lot of expectation, but kind of blew me away a little bit. I don't know. Uh, put me on the spot. Maybe this is a bad question. 
area of questioning. Yeah, I just I haven't been to like a crap ton of concerts. Gotcha, gotcha. Okay. I'm trying to think if it's probably it's the answer is probably in the other direction. If I surprised me the most is in like I had high expectations and was like, oh, what the heck was this? <laughs> well, let's not let's not say who that was necessarily. <laughs> yeah, that, that's probably the true answer. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. Cool. I'm just curious. Yeah, you're, like, you're a music guy. So. I am a music guy, but oddly, yeah, I don't know. Oddly enough. For being a music guy, like I, I can't say I've been to. Yeah, yeah. Just, uh, you know, it's funny. I, I was uh, just talking to someone who was telling me like they, they will travel days to go to a concert. Like for them, they'll tr- they'll take a plane trip to a city, stay at a hotel one night. Like the purpose of being in that city at that time, sure, is just the concert. Yeah, and I don't know. I just I've never had the. Like I've never, I've never been that guy. Sure. Yeah. How about you? Well, immediately, uh, we've been to. Can I guess? Yeah. Kenny G. Wow. <laughs> I like Kenny G. Uh, <laughs> well, that backfired. I'm sorry. That Kenny, backfired. <laughs> Kenny G took me to. Uh, who is the guy? Who is the guy on Entertainment Tonight for a long time? I don't know. Uh, was one of the hosts of Entertainment Tonight. Uh, Oh uh, man, I don't know. Yeah. he has a he has a live at Red Rocks. He's a pianist. And John Tesh. John Tesh. John Tesh. live at Red oh Rocks. Oh my gosh! Yeah, I, I had that album and I loved it. Um, I, I like a wide vari- variety as well. There's not people are always like, "Oh, what don't you hate country?" I'm like, "No, I I like all kinds of music." But we went to I couldn't. I'd have to look at ticket stubs. Probably, maybe close to twenty. Maybe more than twenty. I don't know. Uh, Dave Matthews Band. Oh yeah, yeah back yeah. in the day. Yeah, yeah. Um, a lot. And we did that. We'd go to Chicago. We never took a, a flight, but yeah, yeah. we'd go to Chicago and spend the night just just to see. We saw him all over the place, and um, yeah, just uh, really, really enjoyed that. It was a whole different time in my life, uh, for sure. Uh, but. Always was with people, yeah. You know, yeah. always with a group of people, and so that for me as a people person, that was always yeah, that's cool, always great. So, <clears throat> you and I were at a show together what a year and a half ago, year ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I forgot all about that. Liz Vice, yes, L I Z V I C E, yes, uh, was with Propaganda. That's right. And, I remember that, and I listen to her all the time now. Yeah. She, Same here. what a what a clear, just crystal yep. clear, beautiful, yep, voice, um, killer band. That she plays Great like band. I, I love the, yes. the the so that's probably my favorite style of music right now is is that neo soul that you yeah. know R and B with real instruments mm-hmm. that's uh, that's my favorite style of music and I think that the the ones that I'm with you that have been like I've been Soldier Field for Dave Matthews Band right like just thousands and thousands and hundreds of thousands of people. But the ones that I always seemingly enjoy the most are the just the intimate, you know, I saw the Bodines at Pierre's, which mm-hmm. is, was a local club, uh, you know, back in the day here in Fort Wayne. And just place Liz Vice where yeah. we saw her. It was there's what, 150, yeah. 200 people maybe yeah, right. in the room. And it just that intimacy and that. Uh, yeah, th- those are the ones where even simplified uh, musically. Yeah. You know, the uh, an acoustic set and that stuff is, it's powerful. It's moving yeah. and, and uh, seems to be touching. But that's, we're not here to, this isn't a music podcast, so we probably should move into 
a topic. Wow, way to just poo-poo on the last five minutes. That we no, just I, I, <laughs> I love that people get to know more about who we are. Yeah. And, I, and, and I'm not, I didn't know any of that. Yeah. You maybe didn't know any of that about me. So again, we're sitting at a table having a discussion. Yeah. This isn't a, uh, we're putting on a show for you, right. the listener. Let's move on to the next item on the list. <laughs> <laughs> on this, on this, uh, this on this square, empty table, this square piece of paper in front of us. <laughs> yeah. So hopefully it helps the listener. Yeah. Get to know yeah, us yeah. a little bit too. And 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 yeah, we're we're literally recording this because th- it all is all about us. Yeah. No, but we're recording this thirty <laughs> minutes after the last episode, so I, I don't know that you've given us feedback, but I'm saying it in faith I, that you gave us feedback. See, I was going to keep that a hidden secret. No, I don't want to lie to people. That's good. I don't, That's... I'm done. I'm sick of lying to people. I gotta see the real me. You're so humble. <laughs> <laughs> well, Kylie, here here's the deal. Something happened, and uh, I gotta be I gotta be a little. Uh, you know, we 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 talked several episodes ago about about telling on yourself, mm-hmm. and something happened. I gotta tell on myself. Do tell. Yeah, Do tell. Yeah. So, not not proud of this, but I've been. I'm grateful that I get to struggle through this. Because I know how the old Chris was, and uh, it'll make more sense. So I, I had a, a, a moment of reckoning with someone who's who's been in my life a long time, and who's unfortunately been been, been someone I love, and I know they love me. I'm confident in those things, but they've been the the source of a lot of hurt in my life, and I'm and I'm sure me and theirs. Let's, I don't know, let's just, let's, let's, let's call him Bill. That seems like a good neutral Bill or... Bill. Yeah. I like it. Okay. So Bill and I know each other a long time. And like I said, source of a lot of hurt in my life. And we've had times of honest conversation, times of expressing both hurt and forgiveness. I, I I don't stand in Bill's shoes, but I but I know that they've I mean they've come up a lot in counseling and and God has been so faithful to me in leading me into forgiveness. There's been a lot of forgiveness. But I you know, there's sometimes when, we, when we're dealing with these kind of hurts that I, I, I feel a little bit like it's like an archaeological dig site where, you know, you go in first with these big giant like earth movers and then, you know, another pass with smaller bulldozers and then bobcats and then, you know, and, and each pass is just a, a, a new a new tool that gets a little more fine mm-hmm. and refined. And, you know, next thing you know, like people are on their hands and knees with like toothbrushes, right? And like little tiny brushes brushing away at, at whatever, some ancient city or a dinosaur or something like that. And, and we recently, we just, we hit a new level. And, and I say that, I say that to encourage people who, who feel like they've like brought up the same things in counseling over and over again, or they've like, We've already gone around that mountain. Why am I still struggling with this person or this idea or this what? 
it's like, you know, some, sometimes that, that, that is true, right? That you just, you know, you're not being honest. And I, I've, I've experienced that where I've had to face the same things over and over because, well, I didn't face it the right way last time and I wasn't honest. But there's been other times where I've had to face the same thing over and over. Well, just because it's new. It's a new depth and a new level. And so this was one of those. And, and I'm being a little vague because I, I don't want to like out anybody or, or anything like that. I'm, I'm not trying to, you know, make anyone, make anyone feel bad. But so, but we have this, the, this moment of, of, can, a, I, can I interject? Yeah. yeah As yeah. you say that being vague, if you're listening and you're trying to figure out whether you're bill or not, yeah, yeah. like don't, don't do that, yeah. but think about who the bill is in your life That's from good. Chris's perspective. That's good. That's good. Especially you, it's, bill. Because, <laughs> <laughs> because it's not you. Yeah. So, yeah. But, um, so, so in this, in this confrontation, I, I did not behave very well. And even though I've been in forgiveness, I've, I've, even though I've, I've addressed forgiveness and, and I can truly say that God has helped me forgive this person for the level we were at, we dug a little deeper and out came incredible anger, revenge, hurt, and pride of me. Like this episode isn't about Bill. <laughs> it's about my pride, our pride, right? And mm-hmm. I mean, it got ugly. It got to the point where I'm, I'm expressing to this person my desire for revenge in their life. Kylie, for, for two years, I've prayed this very specific prayer. Lord, help me forgive Bill, even if they never say they're sorry for how they hurt me. I mean, th- those words, <laughs> and that's been my prayer. And all of a sudden, I'm face-to-face with Bill, and I'm telling them, no, you owe me a sorry. Mm-hmm. And then when they gave it to me, no, I don't believe you're sorry. <laughs> right? Like total pride, anger, selfishness. You know, we, we, we've talked before about who's on the throne of our own heart, right? I was absolutely on the throne of my heart demanding a sincere apology from Bill or I couldn't move on. Now, the story doesn't totally end there, right? Because within 48 hours from that, I was able to apologize to Bill, uh, express to Bill that, yes, I, I am angry, and I'm dealing with a new level of anger, but committed to them to, to take this to the Lord and before the Lord and, and trust God's faithfulness, to lead me into a new level of forgiveness for them. You know, I, I, I had to and was able to repent and ask them for forgiveness for my anger, for how I, how I hurt them in my anger, the demands that I wrongly placed on them because of my anger, and the, the freedom to let them have their own journey without my demands. <laughs> on their life. And so 
I mean, it, and, I, and I'm, 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 I'm actually okay with that, right? And I'm, I'm actually okay saying right now that like, no, I haven't totally forgiven them, but I do take it to the Lord. I remember the old Chris would have either swept that whole thing under the rug, would have rose up in total pride and never apologized, or I think the worst part of who I used to be would, would have been the one to say, oh, I totally forgive you and leave it at that, right? To express to them that I forgave them, take the anger and hurt and pain and all those things that, look, they're real. They're real in me. And swept under the rug, never addressed it, and called that forgiveness. Mm. When it really, really wasn't. It was just something that festered and bubbled inside of me. So I, I'm, I, I'm, I'm as genuine as I can be in saying I'm, I'm working on it. But that doesn't fix what happened. And what happened was your boy rose up in pride. <laughs> well, that's why, one, we've had these conversations for, you know, two or three years yeah. together. And that's why we started this whole deal is it's, it's not a it's not an exercise in reaching a pinnacle. It's an yeah. exercise in becoming more mature and recognizing it. Um, what I heard in what you shared and things that came to my mind were, one, uh, forgiveness isn't predicated upon a response yeah um god that that sucks doesn't it oh i yeah <laughs> for sure because if forgiveness is about us then there 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 has to be some response um but it's not about us it's about the lord it's about yeah. releasing that person really yeah from a, a maybe a sense of pridefulness, maybe a sense of that's happening in our own heart. Yeah, and wh- where whatever the, the the demand is, it comes from pride. It comes from oh, this feeling sure. of they owe me. Right, they owe me. I, you know, I, I, C.S. Lewis. I forget which. I think mere Christianity, but he lays this case for. The fact that in all wrongdoing that's done on the planet, every sin that's committed against someone else, the ultimate person that's hurt and that the sin is against, not us. It's Jesus. Right. And evidence for, of our brokenness. Yeah. Yeah. And 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 if forgiveness is about how they've wronged me, well, we're never gonna get there. Right. But if we release that to Lord, you're the ultimate person that was wronged. And I release it to you. That's when that's when the Holy Spirit can move. Okay, so let's take this right to the yeah. foundation and center. Jesus didn't predicate his nope. forgiveness on the cross of Calvary on our response. As a matter of fact, I would say it's hugely the opposite, right? Because he said... Uh, Paul writes that while we were yet, like we were enemies, enemies, he died for us. Right, right. And 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 he did it with joy. (laughs) And like you just said, he asked forgiveness Mm. from the Father without any response from those that had sinned against him, us, humanity, and that's the beauty and the power of the gospel. Like, and so for us to just be able, for you, for any of us to be able to recognize that the pride that's within us, I've had those same situations where 
I am justified in how you hurt, uh, how, how there was sin, how I feel uh, sinned against, and, and, and done the same thing. Like, even in a text message of, you have no idea what's mm. taken place. Yeah. But I know what's in my heart. And in my heart is, uh, again, from a worldly perspective, I can justify it. I can, I can tell you how you hurt me. But it doesn't change that my heart's not pure. And my heart's not where it needs to be. So here's, here's the rub and here's the question. Because I was, ap- like I said, there's no, there's no justifying. There's no, uh, there's no question about it. I was angry. And I sinned mm-hmm. in my in my anger and my response to Bill and the way I treated him for about 48 hours. So here's here's the question. On the one hand, and I don't know, I don't know what the right answer is. I'm I'm, I'm confessing this. On the one hand, when I look at my example, right? My, my our example of who we're supposed to follow in this life. Sure. When I see Jesus, Jesus was hurt, right? Like, like he, sure. he was sinned against, and he, he did not rise up in anger, right? Standing, you know, he, he, did, he never made a case for himself, right? He stood before uh, Pilate, and he stood before other rulers, and he stood in, and for crowds and all that, and he never, like, I, I mean, he, he carried a cross, right? Without, he carried our shame, not his own, right? He didn't carry his own shame. He carried ours. And I don't, I think the reason it wasn't his shame was he had no pride. He had no pride. So how could he be humiliated? How could he, I'm sorry, how could he feel humiliated? So I see Jesus never doing what I did. (laughs) And then there's the flip side, right? There's the other hand of, unless I did what I did, like that, that was me at my most truthful and authentic in that moment. And I almost, you know, again, I'm not justifying my sin. I was wrong in how I treated Bill. But did, did my anger, did how I felt, need to have a voice? That's the, that's the question. I, I, it's he, a he, tough one. But here's, but here's where I, I think that, again, God's going to use anything for his good and his glory yeah, if yeah. we allow it to. And that's where, why do we, why do we deal with suffering and, yeah, and yeah. on and on and on? But I see the beauty in it in if in your archaeological dig illustration, if you never get past the earth mover and the smaller bulldozer, you never get to the you never get to the toothbrush. Yeah, there's beauty found deep and deep and deep. And I think in a lot of relationships, in a lot of situations that take place, just like you're describing with Bill, it's easier to just say, well, I forgive that person yeah. and move on. Yeah. Well, if, if that, 
what do we talk about all the time? If that vulnerability with Bill and authenticity and those hard discussions and the, if that isn't exposed, then the depth of relationship, the depth of forgiveness, the depth of authenticity within your relationship, the beauty within that never comes forward. It, it's, it depends on how, how deep or how shallow your relationships are going to be. Yeah. And, and one, of the, one of the things that Bill and I were able to express to each other at the end of this is, I'm grateful for the love that we have for one another. Yes. And the willingness in that love for us to have these hard conversations that leave room for anger and resentment and all, the, all those things that came with it. I'm, I'm grateful that, that we have a value and a love for one another, that we're willing to walk through that so that our love can grow deeper. And, and express more of the Lord to one another in that. But here, you know, like, like I'm, I recognize that and that's good. I took a off topic a little mm. bit. I took a marriage class in college. I don't really know why <laughs> other than, I don't know. I liked my wife that mm-hmm. I'm married to now, but anyway, uh, without your, going your, too far, your to ex-girlfriend? <laughs> no, no, no. Technically that's the truth. What? Your wife is your ex-girlfriend. Oh, well, okay. I was yes. a dumb joke. <laughs> Teresa's, <laughs> Teresa's not listening anyway, so. That's true. The only thing from that class that continues to res- resonate in my mind, which I believe was not, is not scriptural, but I think there's evidence of it, is conflict creates intimacy. We think conflict is this horrific thing, and it can be. If it's not healthy conflict, sure, yeah. fair fighting, whatever mm-hmm. you want to, mm-hmm. and, and that's what maybe that's the term. Fair, you, you and Bill fairly fought, ultimately mm. seeking love. Maybe not, maybe I, not in your heart, but yeah, l- yeah. L- l- but but conf- it creates a depth of intimacy, and I, and I say that because I think about marriage, and I think about okay, if if I'm in relationship with my wife and we never have conflict. How deep is our relationship really? That's fair. Because we don't have a deeper understanding of that person's heart. You know, I want to understand you at a deeper level and I'm not going to unless, because we're two different people, we're probably not going to see things. Now, that maybe is a little different than somebody directly causing pain as opposed to we just have different viewpoints. But I think there's some truth to that. Like you, ne- again, you never get to a deeper relationship. You never get to the toothbrush with Bill mm. if if there's not some some digging, you know. And I and I don't know. Like I don't. We're not going to live sinless lives, right. so I don't know how to answer or how to respond in regard to you. St- I can see it in your face. You, there's still this, well, but I didn't handle this well, yeah, but, yeah. but I still had hurt. I still had hurt and brokenness and I didn't, and it came out in ways that maybe weren't healthy. So maybe there's healthy conflict, yeah, unhealthy conflict yeah. based on the posture of our heart in the moment. And how do we, how, how then do we have the proper posture within our heart to handle conflict in a healthy, productive way, as opposed to something that's going to create more hurt and more brokenness. And, and you and you've read my mind. Absolutely, that's exactly oh, where well, I was going. Was like was like <laughs> <laughs> because I, what I'm afraid of doing is, and what I don't want to do. I don't want to reduce the culture of God's kingdom to what I'm experiencing. 
Mm. I don't want to find a way to justify. When Paul writes really clearly in, in Ephesians, right? Be angry and do not sin. Mm. I don't, I don't want to figure out a way to bypass that. To right. say like what I did was okay. No. Like, right, right, right. Yeah, it, yes, it ended well. And, and, and I'm, you know, like I said, I'm, I'm grateful for the struggle where I'm, it's not just, oh, yeah, I'm, all right, Bill, I forgive you. You're, we're, we're good. And then, and then move on and never, never address it anymore. I'm grateful that I'm, that I'm, I'm having to uh, several times a week, right, in, in front of the Lord. Like, Lord, you, you see my heart in this. Mm-hmm. You see that I'm still, I'm still struggling. I still feel owed. I feel owed in this debt. Right, like Bill still owes me something, Lord. You see my heart. Work on me. Work on my heart. That's that's my that's that's been my prayer, ever since ever since this happened, more than once a week. Here's the word I think we're missing. Okay, that we haven't used yet. Yeah, grace. Yeah, grace for the other person. I mean, part of forgiveness is like I'm extending grace. I don't. It, I don't expect or anticipate a response. I don't, I don't. But also I think the piece that we miss oftentimes is grace for ourselves. Which I'm super great at. (laughs) Because that's that's where you're at. Like I'm not, in what I said in conflict creates intimacy, that doesn't, that's not justification for, Hey, you can go ahead and continue to be a jerk. Right. We would. Right. But there's, there's grace of, there is hurt. There is pain there. And that shouldn't come out in, in sin that shouldn't come out in a, but as human beings with this flesh, yeah. with the reality of brokenness within our, our lives, as we're pursuing and living under and in the kingdom of God, we also have to continue to have grace for ourselves of you. You, you could sit here easily and, Yes, 48 hours later, there was um, resolution and there was the beauty found within and how God used that. And you and Bill are on good terms. And But you could continue to beat yourself up for the posture of your heart and praise Jesus that we ha- that he poured out his grace, that you don't have to spend the next two weeks living with guilt and shame yeah. because, like you said, he took it to the cross with him. Yeah the grace has been poured out for you to extend grace to yourself as Jesus has, has poured it out to you as well. Where, and, and again, that's not a woo go out and right. sin all the more. Right. That is, isn't that an exercise of maturity? I think ex- having the ability as a follower of Jesus to not grab hold of the guilt and the shame that he died for. Therefore, in some ways <laughs> crucifying him again. Yeah. Wow, wow, wow. I'm going to release that guilt and shame that I I know I deserve, but I know that you died for and praise God for the grace that's been poured out over us. And so that's, you know, that's the freedom of, of being a follower. That's the freedom of Christianity. Not a, not a, not an excuse to abuse grace, but the, the opportunity to live a life of freedom because I don't have to hold on to it. I don't have to, yeah. I don't have to sin and, and spend weeks or days beating myself up. I have to repent. I have to confess, repent, 
and live within the freedom that God's provi- that Jesus has yeah. provided for me. And, and I'd much rather be a slave to grace yes. than to sin. Yes. Yeah. Because we're going to face. Yeah. If we are, if we are going to face those times living in this world until we see him face to face. Yeah. And that's why I go back to you see it as, uh, my heart was wrong and I, sh- I handled the situation poorly. My heart wasn't postured correctly. And I see it as beauty as you're not, we're not willing to stay on the surface and mm-hmm. never get to the beauty that's found deep within the surface. We're not willing to get past the earth mover and the bulldozer to get to the toothbrush. Well, then we're not going to experience a depth of, of relationship that God calls us to. Yeah. And that's what, and you sharing the story even earlier, like that's the beauty of 48 hours later. Mm. If pride says I'm justified in feeling this way, pride says you dig your heels in pride says Bill digs his heels in, but humility and honor and surrender and grace and forgiveness allows us to come together and go, Jesus is bigger than all this. Yeah. Jesus calls us to love one another in a way that you, you talked about this earlier. If Jesus would have tried to justify himself as he was on this earth to Herod, to Pilate, to the Pharisees, to, to the people, the religious people, if he would have tried to justify himself, would they have understood? Right. No. So our, our effort in extending forgiveness without anticipating or expecting a response and just extending pure grace an undeserved gift to someone that's hurt us, that's going to be misunderstood. That's people are going to look and go, that's, that's weird. Mm. That's, how can you do that? Yeah. I mean, that's when we see family members of people that have been, you know, murdered or there's been some, and they just purely yeah. extend grace. The yeah. world goes, wow, how can yeah. you do that? They can't do it outside of Jesus in their heart. And that's the beauty that I think is found in the depths of, because it should, as we walk this life of faith, it should look unusual to the rest of the world. Yeah, we, we've, we were warned about that. You know, yeah, I, yeah, I, I suppose that, yeah, I suppose that's, that's all true. Like that's, uh, we see grace as, Hey, Chris, I know, I know that you're, I know that you're wrestling with this. I shouldn't have acted this way. So just, just let it go. Hmm. It's not just let it go. Right. There's a difference between just let it go and repentance Yes. of I'm turning from, yeah. Of, of true but I'm surrender. also, but I'm also accepting yeah. the grace that's been of poured out. True surrender. It's so hard for us. I think the hardest thing in our lives, as followers of Jesus, at the depths of what it of what it is, is accepting the love that He poured out for us. Yeah. If we did that in abundance, if we did that easily, our lives would look a whole lot different. And maybe just maybe that's what loving your neighbor as yourself means mm. yeah. that if you if you can love if you if you can let god's grace impact you enough to let yourself off the hook 
when you messed up. We need to do that with others. Our elementary school, parochial elementary school, always had a theme. And the one that always sticks out, and I've heard songs, and I, I believe this to be true, we are blessed to be a blessing. Mm. We receive to pour out, right? To pour out back to the Lord, but also to others. Uh, love. Yes, I think that's a oftentimes misunderstood or not fully understood verse right. of, I need to receive the love and the grace that's been poured out for me so that I can love my neighbor well. Yeah. And that's powerful stuff, man. Yeah. So I've got some more stuff to deal with. (laughs) (laughs) No, I mean, but, but really like that's, I mean, that, that's the right place to land. I, I need to, and not that this is about me or anything. And, if you're listening, thanks for, thanks for sitting in on my counseling session here. But no, but no, no. But but truthfully, like, I, be, this is true for all of yeah, us. Yeah, it is. This yes, is absolutely. Just Ab- an example. Your example yeah. that we all deal with. Yeah, I I, I I wholeheartedly agree. And so, moving forward, it's it's I'm almost my focus is 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 in the wrong place. Really, genuinely, it's my focus is where did I go wrong instead of well, where does Jesus make it right now? Where does mm. Jesus make it right? Where does his grace invade my, my life to the point that even, even an action done wrong, that I can't go back and change it, I can't go back and fix it, right? I can just surrender, repent, and then that process of grace for me and for Bill can continue to happen in the, in the Holy Spirit. And, and it can't happen any other way, right? If I... If I interrupt that, it's not going to happen, right? If I continue to, if I continue to, and that's what I feel like I've been doing. That's, I feel like I've been interrupting that process. I don't know if we're going to continue on, but I will share, you know, as a chaplain for the police department, I do ride alongs Mm -hmm. and, and I had an officer, we were having a great discussion during a ride along and he was discussing some of the things that he doesn't know if he handled right years and years and years ago, you know, the way he handled himself as an officer and, and, um, he expressed confession, remorse, guilt, shame, probably. And he's a man of faith, he's like, I want to go back. Like, how do I, don't I need to go back and like make this right with these people that I arrested or how I affected people's lives and really felt this, this guilt of having, of needing to take action. And it was a powerful night (laughs) in a, in his, in his, um, police car because I, all I did was express to him like, God may put you in a position He may put opportunity in front of you to do that, but that's not required of you. Your requirement is repentance Mm. and, and to accept and absorb the grace that he's poured out. And I said that to him and it almost didn't make sense. And then (laughs) a few minutes later, he ended up in tears because I said, 
otherwise you're making this one about you mm. and you're the one that has to take the action to make it right. And you can't, you can't make it right. If God puts something in front of you, gives you opportunity, then you confess and repent and ask for forgiveness a hundred percent. But if it becomes about what you do, then it's not about what he already did. Mm. And it, it's such a, you could see, you could see him just relax and recognize that's the gospel. Yeah. If it's about what we do, it's about how hard we try. If it's about the behavior that we can fix and modify and, and our actions in forget. I'm not saying we don't have action right. in right. loving other people, but then we're discounting the gospel. Yeah. We're discounting what Jesus did. We're discounting the grace that's been poured out. And so it was just such a night. Mm. And I, it, it, it just our conversation today reminded me of that, of if we're trying yeah. to take it upon ourselves to do things, to fix things, to make things right, instead of hitting our knees in repentance, hitting our knees in asking God to do the repair work, then we've, again, we've turned it to, ourselves instead of if to him if we read the gospels and we read Zacchaeus and do something because we read Zacchaeus did it versus let the kindness of God that leads us to repentance drive us to do something hmm. there's a big difference between those two yeah yeah and I and and you're right and yeah and I'm, I'm guilty of it as, as I'm sure many of us are of yeah. of having this this need to tie something to an action <laughs> almost yeah. as if that the because there is truth to that right that the that the like faith without works is dead yes, yes. and so there's this need to have this action to justify or prove what's what's happened in in our hearts <laughs> and that can yeah you're right that can be a slippery slope because now all of a sudden the proof is in the action, not in the changed heart. Or the the justification happens in the action, not in not in what's happening in our hearts. And again, it doesn't let anyone off the hook. No. For either one of those. But it certainly takes the pressure off. Right. Hmm. Our... I had a conversation with someone this week that totally different topic, but it just came to me. Are we, are we chasing and are we pursuing the hands of God mm. or the heart of God? Mm. Do we want him to do things? Do we expect blessing? Do we expect prosperity? Do we expect healing? Do we expect all of these things that God, the external, or yeah. are we in pursuit of the heart of God. And, and that's mm. the, that's the freedom. That's the release. That's the, the pressure being off of, I'm going to step into spaces that God asked me or opportunities that he puts in front of me to take action a hundred percent and relationship forgiveness. I mean, yeah. it's, that's abundant in all of our lives. Right. Uh, but not with expectation. Yeah. Not chasing what, 
we can fix or what we can do or seeing the hands of God, the externals, but I'm going to pursue the heart of God. Yeah. Well, all I heard was I'm off the hook. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. No, but I mean Let's that is all, over. That is all my pride heard, right? Like you know, feel feel very justified in that. But uh, but I, I you know, I'm, not I'm off kidding. the hook except I'm, the grace that's I'm been kidding. given. Yes, yeah, I know. I yes, know. yes, and you know, and I, man, if I can if I can encourage anyone listening, like I hope I hope you have those people in your life that you can you can have those kind of conversations with. Yeah. I'm so grateful for Bill and Bill. If you're listening, I love you, and I, I'm I'm. Uh, I'm I'm looking forward to our our, our next crappy hard conversation, right? <laughs> Hopefully, some good ones in there. Yes, yes, yes. But 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 you're, yeah, you're right. But like, real, honest, yes. vulnerable yes. conversation. Yes, and and it doesn't it doesn't excuse sin, but there is grace because we are flesh, and and there's yeah, there's grace abounding all over. Grace for me, grace for Bill, grace for Bill to me, grace for me to Bill. And, and ultimate, ultimately, like, all of that leads to Jesus. Yeah, yeah. And, and humility, which is why we're here. Sure. You know. In an example of accountability, mm. did you ever talk to your neighbor? <laughs> <laughs> My door did get fixed. By yourself? No, but not by my neighbor. So you punted on the question. Yes, I did. <laughs> yes, I and that did. was in two episodes. Now three, and I'm I'm kidding with you. Uh, as far I'm not trying to throw guilt at you. I was just no. I actually, was really so, curious. So it it yeah, and, and I'm not getting the whole story, but it did happen. Yeah, by needing help. It just. It just wasn't my neighbor who helped. Sure. Yeah. Sure. Sure. Well, thank you for sharing your heart today. The truth about this is real life for us. Like we're not, we're not sharing. I mean, Bill is a real person. It's, it's not Bill, but we're here to not be, you know, this isn't a, (laughs) there's no script. Yeah. As we often say, and there's no, this is just real life. And we hope that we know if we're true and honest with ourselves and you are with yourself as listeners, God's bringing you examples um, in your life. And, and I just pray, I know we pray that, that this is allowing us to wrestle and to, to be drawn near to Jesus as we continue to have these battles and, and the residue of a, a sinful flesh here on this earth until we, um, experience the kingdom of God yeah. in in full as yeah. we meet Him face to face, and so uh, we just pray that. And I thank you, Chris, and I just I th- we're grateful for you as listeners. Um, yep. Hopefully, it's meaningful, and that's yeah. why we're here. So we love you guys, and until next time. Yeah, see you next Tuesday, I guess. Peace. Yeah.